0: Katie Scott hey Morgan Marie are you ready for our next cemetery session um I don't know <laughs> yeah me neither I'm nervous you're like I'm doing something different than I normally do and I'm just like hey.
1: it gets anxiety but I'm still ready I have my wine I'm ready to be told a story I told you a story spoiler alert involved yeah. werewolves not really
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so weird That was super weird so strange
1: I don't know why but like I was really obliged... Sorry, I just cut you off.
0: You're good. Keep going.
1: I was really obliged when you said, hey, Katie Scott, to be like, hey, bitch. Like, don't know why? <laughs> that's just, like, how we're feeling right now.
0: Oh, that's, that's interesting.
1: That's I'm something. I'm posted up, ready to relax and react, and that's where my brain was like, hey, bitch.
0: And I'm like, nope, that's not... Hey, bitch,
1: I mean. how are you? Hey, bitch. Okay, sorry. Okay. That did really be our intro. Hey, bitch.
0: So... I- I'm doing something a little different today. Um, Usually when I do my stories, I write them out and I read them. Uh, We're not doing that today. Um, Also, my story is a little bit more true crime than paranormal. You coming for my wig? I'm coming for your brand, bitch. Bitch. But I'm, like, really excited about it. Come for me. Drag me. You ready?
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you do this well, maybe I'll... No, I'll, I'll let you have the Bridgewater
0: Triangle. But... Just... uh i don't want that that's that's you i oh, don't i don't want that yes okay. i don't want it that's cool. you you're from there i wouldn't want to no i don't that's live in the me. triangle
1: i live adjacent to the triangle
0: <laughs> okay you drive through the triangle quite often my dude it's in massachusetts like it's, it, my, my it's yours <laughs>
1: one of my best friends lives smacked up in the triangle
0: Okay. that's fucking terrifying Woo. right I'm
1: okay ready. No, i'm not but i kay. am i guess whatever
0: So today we're going to be talking about the Appalachian Trail Killer, also known as the AT Killer.
1: What? Okay. Pause. Stop. Rewind. Put the VHS. Rewind it. Send it back to Blockbuster. Um, Uh Uh-huh. The Appalachian Trail. Yeah. That. So um, Morgan knows this. You guys don't know this. My fiance is from Maine and his family has a cabin in Maine. And uh, it's on the Appalachian Trail, and we go to the Appalachian Trail. Oh no, shit! Really? Yeah. Every time we go, there's a hut from the Appalachian Trail, and it cuts through. And we always go over to it, and now I'm s- fucking terrified. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. I'm scared Ooh. because
1: there's no self service up there. There's no electricity. There's, yeah, that. There's no running water. That all
0: becomes important later. Oh fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, God. This is so, this whole case just blows my mind. I'm going to make it And Eric, I'm just I'm really excited about it. Hi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, okay.
1: This, I might have to, fuck, okay. I'm not ready. Okay, ready? ready?
0: This first sentence is going to kill you anyway, so let's <laughs> let's go. All right, so we're going back to May 19th of 1981. Okay. That's where this all starts.
1: Okay.
0: So Robert Mountford Jr. and Susan Ramsey were both 27-year-old social workers, From Maine. Oh no! Who are hiking the Appalachian Trail? You say Appalachian? I say Appalachian. I always heard it. I was always taught Appalachian. Well, you're from the Midwest, so I don't know. I have no idea, but that's what I'm gonna keep saying. Actually, they use they abbreviate everything to AT because just for Appalachian Trail. So okay. But okay, so this starts. Bobby was starting to to hike the trail in Georgia, going north, and he was hiking the whole trail to raise money for Charities that help people with mental illnesses. Yes. So great guy all around. Susan, his friend, joined him somewhere in Pennsylvania and she was gonna finish out the hike with him back to Maine. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say it ends and, in Maine, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they were going back to where they started I'm or pretty where sure they were from. So
1: our camp is like right towards the end because we're only like an hour away from Canada. So I'm pr- oh, yeah. pretty so sure. So you're
0: probably pretty it's,
1: close. It's like right there at the end. Yeah. It's like I think it's like the final push. I don't know what mile it is. I'll ask Eric after this, but
0: fuck, okay. Ooh. <gasps> Spooky. Spooky Okay. So on May 19th, Bobby and Susan arrived at this place um called Dismal Creek. Ooh. Um which it's actually everybody talks about how beautiful it is, and there's like a river, and you know, it's just really nice, and the the name is just kind of funny because it really is such a beautiful place to go. So there's this thing. For, for hikers that are on the trail where they have, like, an etiquette where if you run into somebody else that needs help, you help. Yeah. Or you just, you, you're just, you, you're meant to be friendly if you see anybody else on the trail. Correct. So. I mean, we don't know how to do, be friendly to strangers in New England, but I get it. <laughs> it makes sense to me, but there you go. <laughs> so, when they're hiking, um, they actually meet this woman and they befriend her and they d- they decide that they're going to meet her at a place near Parisburg, which is in um, Virginia. Okay. So they they meet they split ways and Bobby and Susan are continuing to this place called Wapiti Shelter which is just like um it had been built the year prior it's just a little wooden structure for hikers to um what do you like I was moving my, like that? I was I was moving my mic I didn't want to be sus but I was being sus Oh you were a little sus okay it's okay So Susan and Bobby continued on their way to go to this place called Wapiti Shelter which was like only this like year old little wooden building that hikers could use to like stay in and I know rest and camp at. I know exactly
1: what you're talking about because at camp, at our part of the Appalachian Trail, they have that. It's literally just an elevated platform that's yep. wood. And then there's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a half um like slanted roof and you basically yep. just sleep underneath it and one side it's exposed. Yeah, it's
0: only like three walls. The yes. front the front is like open and stuff. Yeah. And it was only like a year old at this point when they got there. So, they're hiking, they're making their way through the beautiful area of Dismal Creek, and they meet another person. And this guy's like, oh, hey, I can show you guys how to find, like, cool arrowheads, you know, if you want to, like, walk together. And I already Bobby and I Susan being... Yeah.
1: I was like... <laughs> yes. I was... You said they met another person, and I was like, she's being gender neutral mm-hmm. because it's a man and because he's going to kill some people.
0: Uh, you, got, you got the right idea, my friend. So... Susan and Bobby being the good people that they are, like, oh, yeah, like, we'll walk with you. You can come with us. We're heading to a shelter. So they are on their way and, you know, he's not like a kind the kind of person that, like, you would really want to be friendly towards. He's coming off as really weird. He won't look at you when he talks. He's really Ew. quiet. Like, he's just very introverted. Okay. And so he just keeps talking about how he has this weird obsession for arrowheads and he really likes arrowheads. This man's name is Randall Lee Smith. I don't like he him grew already. On the, Yeah, he's... Dude. <laughs> he grew up um, in Parisburg with his mom. His parents divorced when he was six months old, and he lived with his mother there. Um, and he lived with with his mother until she died. So, oh. like, he was at home with mom the whole time. His nickname in town was Lion Randall. Ly- L-R for short.
1: Lion, like, Rar.
0: Lying, like no lion, like I'm lying to you. Oh, see, I'm glad I asked. I'm telling a not truth. Yeah, that's my like, that was my Midwest coming out. I don't know how to speak.
1: I was like, is he walking around me like Rxd? Like <laughs> Rxd. I
0: you know that would probably be better than what he's fucking doing now. So like
1: he's ahead of his. But team.
0: he yeah right. He was a compulsive liar. Everybody knew that. He always talked about how he had an engineering degree and he had served in Vietnam and he had a new girlfriend every time, every week and like all this stuff.
1: I'm sorry. Um, um, Which. If you lie about saying you're in the military, please. uh, Fuck you. For fuck's sake. Just like. Fuck you. Yep. Choke on something. Take a long walk off
0: a short cliff. Thank you. Yep. That's the phrase. I was Yep. Fuck you. Uh, Everybody always said that he like kept to himself from a really young age and he. Was never really like seen in town. Like there was literally a neighbor who said like it's weird that he literally never had a single friend in childhood or adulthood. Yeah. So like he was just always alone. If he wasn't at home with his mom, he was in the woods looking for arrowheads. The
1: fuck is not quite sure why. The only
0: friend he, I don't know. The only guy he like ever had like a that was he was friends with was his uncle because his aunt and uncle lived next door and they would take him camping. Was his uncle? So that was about all. Uh, I wouldn't fucking be surprised, honestly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it was just, he's so fucking weird, dude. He left high school after the 11th grade and went to somewhere in Virginia (laughs) to train as a welder, and that was really, like, all everybody knew. He, he went away, and, um, he didn't come back for a while, and then when he did, he picked up the same habits where he was telling everybody, oh, I'd gone to fucking NASA, and I was working with NASA because I had all these engineering degrees, and stuff. And it was just him being crazy.
1: Homie, NASA doesn't know um, you.
0: <laughs> no, no, they do not. Um, There was a man who was called John Spower and he owned a car garage in Parisburg. And um Randall would go there and get like work in between because this guy said he was actually a really good welder. Oh. Um. So he would pick jobs up when he was in between work, which he said was a lot. Um, He actually would come in and help work on cars for, like, drag races, but Mm -hmm. he never went out to any of the exhibitions because he would claim that it was his weekend with his kids.
1: He doesn't have kids. Kids that he
0: didn't have. Exactly. So it was the weirdest thing. So that's some of the background on this man for you. Okay. So back to May 1981. Bobby, Susan, and Randall have made it to the shelter. They started a bonfire. They're having some dinner and they're chatting and, um, you know, Randall's being just kind of weird and not, like... Lurky talking a whole lot. Yeah, he's he's not like the other boys. Um, (laughs) Fuck. And and then once it got dark, he literally just kind of was like, "I have to go," and then he left.
1: In the like in the middle of the night, or it's like it's like pitch dark. Yeah.
0: Just just as dark had fallen, he's like, "Well, okay, later. I gotta go. Bye." Is he a werewolf, Zane's? Is (laughs) Is he a werewolf? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. So. Bobby and Susan are just kind of like, okay, he was weird, but he's gone now, so whatever. So they go to sleep. Um, and after they're asleep, Randall returns and shoots Bobby in the head. Ugh!
1: Was he just, like, fucking sitting
0: nearby, like, crouching behind a tree with his little gun? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because he was a psychopath. So poor Susan wakes up and yeah. she fights. Ooh, queen. She's got cuts on her hands, like... Defensive skin under her nails, but she did die. Um, Randall had hit her upside the head with something heavy, and then he stabbed her with a long nail, which gave her 13 puncture wounds, and then also additional wounds from a knife.
1: Jesus, what the fuck?
0: Who pissed in your Cheerios, my guy? (sighs) 13 puncture wounds from a long nail. Ugh, no. That just, like, I'm... I remember reading that for the first time, and I was like, "Please, dear God, I cannot handle this. That was too much for me. A nail that like so, really gets me. Okay, yeah, uh, like you know, probably some type of like stake that goes in the ground to like ooh, a pitch a tent, tent with or something. Have you yeah ever, have like you ever seen ugh.
1: that John Krasinski movie called The Quiet Place, where that's like yes?
0: Do you know the, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about with the nail? Yes, when she goes down the stairs. Ugh. Ugh. Literally, oh my god, my hands are shaking just thinking about it. If you know, it's too much. you
1: know. I watch like very gruesome scary movies, and pretty much unfazed. <laughs> I'm not a serial killer, I promise. But that <laughs> scene in a quiet place is just like oh, I can feel it. And yeah, I seen it's that movie the in so literal long. worst. Oh god, fuck me. Oh, my feet are tingling. Where I know, you literally, you can feel it. Also, I saw, yes, <laughs> I saw that movie in college because it came out. I think like our junior or senior year of college. And oh fuck, I feel old now. I know, right?
0: was like it came out
1: last year. Right? The second one came out last year.
0: Oh, yeah. Because yeah. They, they, they didn't release it in theaters. Yeah, because of COVID.
1: Yeah. And John originally pushed it back because he's like, I don't want to make money during a pandemic. But then, you know, the pandemic yeah. has never ended. So he was like, I have to release this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, so obviously it, it, they can't talk. So they communicate with sign language. I took sign language for two years in college. And I was like two years at that point, like in my last semester of
0: Mm-hmm. ASL, and I am
1: very proud to say that the first time I watched that movie, I did not read the subtitles.
0: <gasps> Way to go! I need to learn sign language. You need to teach me. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> oh,
1: you have to like very actively continue doing it. But I sometimes like eh. if I'm
0: feeling really petty
1: and Eric's annoying me, I just start speaking in ASL instead of talking, <laughs> and he gets <laughs> so mad. He like, gets mad. He's oh, like, that's I funny. don't sign, and I was like, mm-hmm, too bad. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Uh, I don't want to go back into it.
1: Well, you got to, so.
0: Okay. All right, so he, after he murdered them both, he pulled both bodies from the shelter, wrapped them back up in their sleeping blankets, and buried them both in shallow graves. So. And the only reason that they were found, and they were found about a week later, it took that long, was because the woman that they had met on the trail... Aw. Alerted the police that they never met up with her in Parisburg because Aw. they had, you know, she she was like it. It's not like something would have kept them from getting there.
1: Yeah, unless something bad something, happened.
0: Something had to have happened. Yeah, so.
1: and she probably assumed it was like That's... a hiking accident or something like that. Exactly. I mean, you're not like she oh, probably didn't think they're that. murdered, buried in a shallow grave. I am. I'm gonna take so many pictures next time we go to camp and we go to the fucking like Appalachian Trail, and I'm never gonna be able to look at it the same way again.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Well, the crazy thing is too is that like so when all the research that I was doing, a lot of the the stuff that was um published on this, there was a lot that came out like in the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um and like it in that time period there had only been like seven murders on the whole tra- on the whole trail of yeah. it, between all the states because they do such a good job of keeping it safe.
1: Yeah. But yeah. then you
0: get something that's fucked up like this. So
1: yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard folklore around the Appalachian Trail, like, someone I went to high school that, with.
0: I don't like folklore that has anything to do with the AT. That shit freaks me the fuck out.
1: Yeah, because, like, obviously. Legitimately,
0: it's so terrifying. Mountain people. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I, it, it literally <laughs> gives me the hijabies, like, so <laughs> bad. Uh Yeah, so I'm from Massachusetts,
1: so I've heard some, does it go through Massachusetts?
0: I have no idea. I couldn't tell you that.
1: How do they get to Maine? i don't know there's you can technically get to maine without going through massachusetts but like because i could go like new york vermont maine but like mm -hmm. i don't know it might regardless i don't don't
0: know the exact
1: high new england is tiny i could be in new hampshire in 15 minutes in maine in a half an hour so like i've heard some shit and i don't i don't like it
0: yeah i was raised thinking it
1: was scary like i don't know where it came from honestly but like I was like, people die on the Appalachian Trail. Like, it's so dangerous. Well, it's
0: like, there's always these really awful stories of, like, people disappearing. Yeah. And, like, you know, a lot of the times people are like, oh, that, that that's where, like, that folklore comes from. And they tell you about, you know, scary monsters and cryptids and stuff. Oh. But, like, have you ever seen, the like, where they lay, like, the map down? Yeah. And it's like... These are all the cases of missing people, and then they lay on top of it, like, the extensive, like, cave systems that run through the mountains. Yes. And they, like, overlap. Yes. And it's just, like... No, it, thank you. The whole thing, but, like, it's just everybody believes the scary stuff about it when it, it could just be, like, caves and really sad disappearances like that, but everybody's like, nope, it's this and this and this. Hear me they're, out. They're just inherently spooky. What if some people live in the caves and that's... They can... No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please do not.
1: I'm begging you. <laughs> I watched this movie. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, the Descent or something. Uh, it's the hikers in a cave with very scary things. Anyways. Do you want to see my renegade? Can we continue? I'm scared. I hate it here. Yeah, you're really okay. fucking hitting home, my guy.
0: Yep, you're welcome. No, thank you. I told you this was a really good one, though.
1: Can you take it back? I don't want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so well. When they did find the bodies and they were searching the area for evidence, they found um, Susan's backpack, and in her backpack was a book that she had been reading, but they found a bloody fingerprint, mm. and when they ran it, it came back to Randall e. Smith. So he had a record. So, he didn't. Oh. But that's how they figured out it was him. Um, his blood? That's one of the crazy things. That, yeah. From his fingerprint.
1: Oh, it was blood, not a... Okay, I'm sorry. I was like, how the fuck? It was a bloody
0: fingerprint. Okay, so it was his... So, the fingerprint. His DNA by Little Mix. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Yep. And so, they went to his house and investigated. There they found a pair of blood-soaked jeans that they later determined had belonged to Susan. Um, They also found... This is quite the list, so get ready. I'm ready. Pornographic materials. Same. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I cope with you. I cope with you. Uh, I know you do. Um, yeah. Hospital instruments that he most likely stole while he was vis- visiting his mother, who worked as a nurse at the local hospital. Ew. And those instruments had been fashioned into sex toys. Oh my God. I wish you could yeah. see my face. Mm-hmm. I will
1: never go to the gynecologist and think the same way ever again. I hate it's it. too
0: much. I hate it. like
1: uh, no. Uh,
0: what else did this fuck have? Okay. They also the last thing they found was a note that he had written stating that he had been kidnapped by two people and was going to be killed, which the investigators obviously did not believe because he was a compulsive liar.
1: I mean, I hope he does. I hope that's true. Sorry.
0: It, right. <laughs> so and uh, he was found several weeks later in South Carolina, was arrested and brought back to Virginia and was tried. Okay. So. When he was asked about his motive, he literally just said, I don't want to talk about it. They never found out, like, why, like, he's just, like, a complete enigma. He's a he's a mystery. Nobody really knows why. Was he, like, diagnosed with anything or anything like that? Mm-mm.
1: He was, like, fit to stand trial and he's in jail. He's not in an institution? Huh? Is he, like, in an institution or is he in jail? Jail. Fuck. So, like, he's... Prison. Stable.
0: Yeah. Ew. He got... Yep. In 1982, he pled guilty to both mur- murders and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. He
1: pled guilty. The fuck?
0: yeah. Was this man just said, "I don't want to talk about it as a child." Jeez. Well, I mean, he had like a he he was showing weird fucking symptoms of whatever was going on up there. You know, him and his arrowheads and his no friends and compulsive lying. There was something obviously going on. Yeah. But damn, the thing that intrigued me the most about the story. Mm is that people don't like to hike there anymore because they say it makes them feel uncomfortable and they feel like they're being watched and that they're being haunted.
1: That specific part where they were murdered or the whole thing?
0: Uh, dismal. Okay. So the, the area around where it happened. Okay. Which I was like, oh. So somebody said that they think that there was something going on with the land, because why would he have chosen that specific place if he's so comfortable with the entirety of the forest? Dismal isn't super close to Parisburg, so, like, it's like a half hour drive, but, like, it's still, there were, there are places that were much, he lived on, like, in the middle of a forest.
1: So, so there are
0: definitely other places he could have gone to.
1: So we're getting, like, triangly, like Bridgewater, Bermuda, ex- Yes, a
0: little bit. Bennington. Yeah in Vermont. I don't. Oh. We're all fucked Spooky. up. Right I didn't here. know. I don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do I. I don't. I always say I want to go to Boston to see you. I'm not fucking coming to Boston. I'm not going anywhere near where you live because it scares me.
1: It's old. That's why. It's fucking old. We've
0: been here since that's
1: 1776.
0: True. <laughs> yeah. Seen some shit. Fuck. Michigan just had a birthday the other day, actually. I think we were like 180, 80 something. So. Older than you. We're babies. Yeah, you are. Compared to you. We're a baby state. Yep. But that is not uh, the end of the story. I want it to be For Dismal the end. Creek. I want it to be the end. So no. bad. Are you it's staying not.
1: at Dismal Creek or are you doing the whole fucking thing? Because if you're going near Maine... This is just
0: Dismal... <laughs> nope, this is just Dismal Creek. Because there's something weird with the, the things here.
1: I'm getting some, right. like, energy vibes, you know what I mean? Like, Bridgewater triangle Yes, exactly,
0: exactly. Fucking... The Hoya Bachi Forest type thing. Yeah, Fall River State Forest. Nothing grows. Mm-hmm.
1: That place in Japan where everyone goes to kill themselves. What's that called? Oh, yeah, oh. That, one. that one's really bad. <laughs> I don't Paul? remember what it's called. Logan
0: Paul. But ugh. What's typing. Fuck. <laughs> Enter the chat. All right. So that was May nineteenth of nineteen eighty one. We are now on to May sixth of two thousand and eight. Why is it May? I don't know. Are they all May? Just, I mean, there's only these two, but yes, they're both May. Oh fuck. We're on this Yeah, I know. All right, so we've got we got two buddies, Sean Farmer and Scott Johnson. We're meeting up at Dismal Creek to fish. Scott Johnson, my
1: uncle's name.
0: Oh fuck, bro! (laughs) Oh shit! My name is. My
1: name is. Hi, my name is Katie Scott. Where do you think that (laughs) name from?
0: Oh boy! Oh no no. Um. These guys have been familiar with the area. Sean grew up here. They've been best friends since they were kids. So, Aww. you know, this was nothing out of the ordinary for them to come down to the crick and fish <laughs> and camp. The, the crick? Fuck off. <laughs> wicked. wicked. That's wicked sweet.
1: Okay, I've never said that in my life. <laughs> I've never said that's wicked sweet.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to lie. Don't try to play it off like it's that's not that bad because you I, say everything else wicked something i probably have taken a glass a, a sip of like a
1: moscato and been like oh i don't like that it's wicked sweet eh. but like not in the like oh that's Ridiculous. wicked sweet bruh like no like wicked it's, it's very sweet <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest pet theme is the misconception about the phrase wicked uh. it's not like oh it's wicked gnarly bruh like oh it's, like, <laughs> 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 it's in place of the
0: word very or really <laughs> yeah You're funny. You're wicked funny. The crick. (laughs) All right. So Scott had arrived before Sean and was down at the waterfall doing some fishing.
1: I hate that it's my name so much.
0: (laughs) And then when he got done, he was on his way back to the campsite. He met a man with a dog, and this man was described as really old, really gaunt, like his face was sucking in. And Hmm. I just I wrote just an ugly old fuck. Me! That's what I have written down here. Pack
1: yourself, I'm the ugly old fuck.
0: (laughs) I am the ugly old fuck. So, Scott had a, he had, like, his cooler full of fish, and this guy was like, where'd you get all the fish? I can't find any. And he was like, oh, they're right here in my cooler. And the guy was, like, really pissed off that he couldn't find fish, and he was really mad about it. And uh, Scott was like, he just was so, like, skinny and, like, just so malnourished that he was like, dude, you can have some of my fish, it's Okay. So, once he gave him the fish, the guy took it as, like, an, an extension of friendship and followed him back to their campsite. Which, fucking weird to me.
1: You have provided um, me nourishment. You am friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we follow. We make fire. Uh, exactly. So, he followed him back and he told him that his name was Ricky Williams. Um, good old dick. <laughs> good old dick. Um, by the time they got back to the campsite, Sean had arrived and was starting to set stuff up. So, the three of them sat down made a fire, cooked the fish. Um, They even made um, some fish for the dog.
1: I think I know
0: the story. And so Ricky's sitting there and he's like, you know, man, I used to work for NASA. I have all these degrees in engineering. What the Yada, fuck? yada. And neither of the men believed him. They just thought he was some, like, Here's old, old drunk. Yeah. who, And they just were like, yeah, sure. Okay, buddy. And he stayed there for a really long time. And then when it got dark... He told his dog that it was time to go, and they left. So Scott and Sean are sitting there, and they're like, dude, that was fucking weird. Like, what what is going on right now? And so they just, you know, talk about it. Then he, he's he gone, so he's gone. So they just sit there, and they're drinking some beers and enjoying the fire together. And then the old guy comes back, and he shoots Sean in the face with a 22 caliber pistol. Mm-hmm. As you do. Right in the face. As you do. Ooh, in uh-huh. the face. After shooting Sean, he aimed for Scott and hit him in the neck. Oh! Sean, sorry. Yeah, in the neck. Yeah. So Scott, like, just in his you know shock, yeah. gets up and runs for the woods and hightails it out of there. Ricky takes one more shot at him and it hits him in the back. Oh! But he still keeps going. Mm. After Scott disappeared, he turned back to Sean and shot him point blank, square in the middle of the chest.
1: I mean, you and shot a big him guy. in the face. I think you. Yeah. you did it.
0: Yeah. So, but Rick, uh, he's a big guy, so he, it doesn't he doesn't fall over. He stumbles, but he's six foot four, three hundred and twenty pounds. Wait, Sean stood up after getting shot in the face. Yes. It's not he wasn't so much in the face. It, it grazed by his okay. like his temple and then went through his cheekbone down through his nose and was in his other cheekbone.
1: Ugh, his nasal cavity. I, so was pictur-
0: he, I was picturing like yeah, like between. Oh no, eyes. sorry. Okay, but. And then, um, he couldn't see out of his left eye, like, it was, he got hit and, like, you know. He got shot in but, the face. Well, let it slide. Yes. Exactly. Um, so, after he gets shot in the chest, he just kind of goes and runs for the truck. He's and running. And he went and got into his truck because he's like, I don't know if Scott's gonna live, I don't know if I'm gonna live, but I'm getting in the truck and I'm getting the hell out of here. So he gets to the truck, and he's bleeding. He can't see out of his left eye. His ears are ringing. And as he's trying to get the truck started, Ricky ends up standing by the passenger window. And he holds the gun out, points it at him. Sean just puts his hand up to, like, block it, because there's literally nothing he can do at this point. Ricky pulls the trigger, and the gun misfires. He ran out of ammo. Oh, my God. So Sean just fucking hits the gas and peels out. Oh, my God. While he's driving, Scott's still in the woods, yeah. running next to the road, just trying to follow it to get anywhere. But they're like up the mountain. Yeah, yeah, So for him to go anywhere, it's nuts. He hears a truck coming, doesn't know if it's who it is. He doesn't know if it's Ricky. He doesn't know if it's Sean. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so he just, he's like, fuck it. Like, either I'm going to get stuck here and bleed out on the on the mountain, or I'm going to try and get in this person's car. So he runs out, sticks his hands up, car stops. It's Sean. And it was Sean. Fuck. So he gets in the passenger seat and he's like, okay, we got to get off this fucking mountain. It's dark. I don't know if you've ever driven through a mountain. Yes. There are like fucking 10 to 20 foot drop offs on the shoulder of the road. Like it's not an easy drive. And they're driving in the dark. The driver is shot in the head and they're trying to maneuver it and they're worried that Ricky is going to be back at the campsite and take Scott's truck because his keys were in his truck. Um, so they're afraid that he's going to end up behind them. Yeah. So they're trying to get through the the woods down the mountain and Sean actually ends up going off the road into like a ditch <laughs> and he's like I can't see. I physically cannot see out the windshield anymore. So he gets him he gets him out of the ditch and fucking Scott takes his right index finger out of the hole or his left index finger out of the hole in his neck. Reaches across the cab and drives the truck while Sean maneuvers the pedals. And then he sticks his other finger in his neck to keep himself from bleeding out.
1: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: What? So you have two guys that have both been shot twice one in the head and the other in the neck and in the back. And they're maneuvering together this truck down the side of a fucking mountain in the middle of the dark with a madman possibly on their tail.
1: Oh. My God, I'm giving myself a chaser really quick because...
0: Yep, go for it. I need it. So,
1: my mom <laughs> is close in age with my uncle, who happens to be Scott Johnson. So, this is pretty relevant. Mm, to Scott Johnson. Scott Johnson. And so, my uncle, Scott, is an amazing person. I love him very much, but he was a little bit of a wild child. And mm-hmm. at one point, he jumped off my grandparents' roof and broke his, <gasps> and broke his leg. Not for like... Oh, Christ. Not alive purposes for like, yeah, can I like, jump into the snow? I want to fly. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's a, there's a Polaroid of it, and I it's great. Um.
0: Oh, my God. He broke
1: his right leg, and my mom somehow hurt her hand. I can't exactly remember how she did it, and they shared a manual car. So for a manual car, you need to maneuver the clutch and the pedals.
0: Right, and right. And
1: so my uncle has a broken leg. My mom has a broken hand, or messed up hand. So, to drive my mom, <laughs> it was the 70s or the 80s. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. She maneuvered the gas because she had the working legs, and then my Uncle Scott right. shifted
0: because he had the working hands. And that's how they got that's around. <laughs> hilarious. The the parallels right now are uncanny.
1: Oh, <laughs> That's up. so weird. This was, I think, what I was thinking uh, of. I'm not gonna lie, but there was also something else that I was thinking of for the Appalachian Trail. Uh-huh. Um, that I'll talk about after you're done. But I'm fucking Perfect. sweating
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's all lot. Oh my god. I guess you can continue. Okay. Uh-huh. So nah. they a- after they tried to make a, fo- a phone call, but obviously they're in the middle of the mountains so yeah. they don't have any self-service so they do what they can they finally get to a house that's like the last house before like you get into nothingness yeah and they pull in scott gets out and he's screaming because at this point sean's mouth is just like full of blood that's <gasps> coming from his sinuses into like his mouth so he like can't talk uh! and you know he's got a fucking bullet in his head i can taste so- iron right now Ugh. <laughs> and so they're like, Scott gets out and he's like, somebody fucking call 911. My best friend and I have been shot. And this girl comes out. Her name's Melissa. She lived at the house and she came outside and she thought that her house was going to get broken into because there's just people screaming about getting shot. Yeah. So it takes her a minute to get outside. And then when she does, like her fucking jaw hits the floor because there's two dudes that are covered in blood that have maneuvered this truck down the side of a mountain.
1: Yeah.
0: And she starts yelling. Her son Randy comes outside. And she's like, call 911, get us towels. And he does that. So the ambulance was going to take 20 minutes to get there. So they had to sit there and, like, staunch the bleeding with just, like, they just kept getting new towels and stuff. Because they were just bleeding so much. Can you imagine how long that
1: 20 minutes
0: would be? Oh, my God. It would have been, like, a fucking hour. She, like, Randy literally says, he's like, I was just shocked to think that two people might die right in front of my eyes. Because they were just... They both been shot twice—one in the neck and the back, and then the other one in the face and the fucking chest, like right yeah. by his fucking heart. Can you imagine so, how long
1: twenty minutes is? Like when you're on the treadmill. Oh,
0: uh, and then <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then you're just—I can only imagine bleeding out. Oh, Literally, you're laying there bleeding out, and there's nothing anybody can do unless they're a medical professional at not, this point. Yeah. So poor Sean—he's like, "I need to call my mom." Oh. So Melissa calls his mom, and he's like, "Mom, I'm gonna be fine." It'll be fine. But he's literally saying, he literally said, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. Yeah. And he's like, I'm more worried about Scott. Scott got shot in the neck. Like, it's fine. You got shot in the face, sir. Yeah, I know. (laughs) God. And so Melissa's like, who did this to you? Like, what, like, what happened? And so, uh, Scott's like, it was this guy named Ricky Williams. He was really old. Like, we don't know what happened. And... So another guy comes onto the scene. Randy's grandpa, who was living in the house at the time, my heart just stopped because I thought it was him. He's Ricky. like, "Oh no!" Um, he he came out and he was like, "I have a weird feeling." So he told Randy, "He's like, I need you to go down to the gas station, and there was a missing po- person's poster hanging up, and I need you to grab it and I need you to bring it back."
1: Oh no! So he does
0: that. He goes and gets the poster and he brings it back and he's like, "Is this the guy that you saw?" And he goes, "Yeah, that that's the guy." The, fuck? the name on the poster was not Ricky Williams. The name on that poster was Randall Lee Smith. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Was he like released from prison or something? He was. He was released. And then why was he yep. reported missing?
0: Uh, May 1st, 2008. We're going but back five days.
1: When did the first murder happen? happen? The 80s? 81. Okay. And this is
0: 2008, 2008. Oh my God. Yeah. Just, oh, just you God. wait, just you wait.
1: I was like, is there something in the air, these mountains that possesses people to lie about NASA and engineering degrees? Like, what are the odds <laughs> of that? Like what, why is the universe compelling people to I did to my job. Engineers? I didn't want you
0: to catch on. I did. I wanted to give just enough to where you might think, but then you wouldn't, like it wouldn't you were like, oh, oh there's something to the
1: land, and I'm such a fucking- The like, land. I, I believe <laughs> in so much universal energy and shit like that that I- I know you do.
0: I was like, oh, wow, what? Is- Bitch, I know my audience.
1: Oh, fuck me. If you figured right. this out before I did, congratulations, you're smarter than me. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't take a
0: lot. <laughs> okay, so May 1st, 2008, which is five days before Sean and Scott are attacked, hmm. Randall e. Smith had returned home in 1996 after being let out on parole for good behavior. Fuck good behavior so he only served 15 years of his 30 in prison and then I think something in one of the articles that I read said he was like he had like 10 years of like like home isolation or home arrest house arrest but like yeah but I didn't see anything about that anywhere else so I'm not quite sure but everybody just said that he stayed at the house and kept to himself um so he just didn't really do a whole lot while he was out like he was just he literally just flew onto the radar was completely invisible people were pissed that he got out of prison and came he came back to the house that he lived in with his mom and was living there again and so people in Parisburg were like uh fucking no thank you yeah exactly and he pretty much just did what he could to like get away with it and that's it and so um he his mom actually died four years after he moved back home because she had cancer and so 2000, in two thousand, in two thousand, and then he continued to live in the house.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so on May first, which was five days before the attack, um, Randall's neighbor called and reported him missing because she hadn't seen him in a while. Oh, so, so the she police was thinking he go was probably, do, like
1: dead in the house or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the police did a welfare well, a welfare check, found his mail to be like super backed up, like his mailbox was full, and saw that his water had been shut off due to non payment. Okay. So they just literally said. His house was shut down. Because at first they thought maybe he was walking up on the mountain like he normally did and had an accident. Yeah. And was stuck there. But now they're thinking something else is going on because literally the house was just in like complete disarray Ugh. and the the water had already been shut off before he had left. Ooh. So they're thinking he might have just given up. Was gone. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they actually just put up missing flyers the missing flyer posters. Missing persons posters. Um, because they weren't—they didn't really have a lead, and they didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. So by the time that he had found Sean and Scott, he'd been in the woods for at least a week, maybe longer, which explains why he looked so emaciated and disgusting. He
1: looked like Ted Bundy when he escaped for that like fiftieth time, and <clears throat> came. Back. And that's
0: exactly what he looked like. And yeah. He looks like a man oh, man. I was gonna show you. Hold on. Do you I'll have a picture? You a picture?
1: Oh no, no. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. He literally, look, he is the grossest fucking human I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, oh. I do not like having this fucking thing pulled up on my computer because he just makes me want to vomit. Gross. One second, let me find him. What's the dog's name? That's what I wanted. <laughs> like, who's the dog? Um, we, I don't know what the dog's name is, mm. but I do, there is good news related to said dog.
1: Where is his www.doesthedogdie.com. That's a website. No, you can go yes, to. Yes, but he does not. Thank God, because I was about to throw motherfucking hands. Oh, there he is. Oh. Oh no no no. Oh my god, he looks like he's fucking dead. He does. He looks like a zombie.
0: I don't. I literally. I so totally do not want to post that picture on the Instagram. Let's we'll
1: do like a warning first. Like the um yeah,
0: it'll be like a second a, like a swipe over type thing because it's Jesus. so fucking nasty. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Okay. All right. So, going back to May 6th now. The police now know who they're looking for and where he was last. And they find out that he probably took Scott's truck and ran. So yeah. they put out a call to find his truck, you know, make and model and all that. Like an
1: APB,
0: yeah. Yeah. And a police officer finds him really quick. He's only about five to eight miles down the road on a road called um, Sugar Sugar something Road. I don't remember now. But he pursued the truck and... (laughs) Exactly. Um, He went after the truck um, and once he realized that there was a cop on his ass, he hightailed it. And he went around a curve too fast and rolled the truck. Nice. So, the police officer gets up there, gets him out of the car, and holds him at gunpoint until the EMS can get there and check him out. Yeah. And that's it. They have him. They caught him. So, they put him in the hospital. He's held there for two days while he, like... Is evaluated. Recovers yeah. from his injuries. Yeah. yeah. Fucking
1: flipped a truck. Um, but like he's under,
0: skeleton. like, a skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He was under constant watch by the police for the entire two days he was there. After those two days, he was arrested and taken to jail and put in, like, a medical holding cell. Yay. Um, two days later, after... Or before any statements could have been made, he died alone in that cell because of a blood clot he had sustained in the car accident.
1: Fuck. I mean, I'm glad he's fucking so, dead, but like, what? I'm saying that's. I'm like, just. Oh my god! When he committed the first one, I was like, "This guy's fucking wacko!"
0: Like, yeah. Oh, I don't like it.
1: I don't want that boy. So
0: is. <laughs> he died alone. <laughs> he did die alone in a fucking cell. So I mean, like. Mm. We've got that, I guess, to hold on to. Tastes like karma to me. The annoying thing is just that, like, he you don't we know still don't know why, yeah. like, that's so we don't know why he came back and did it almost exactly 21 years or 20 it was 27 years later, <gasps> like, the, like what? there's no rhyme or reason. So, <laughs> both Sean and Scott did survive. Yay! They were evacuated to a trauma center. Um, and both made full recoveries. Um, it was kind of scary for Sean though because he's a six foot four, three hundred twenty five pound guy. When the helicopters arrived on the mountain to airlift them out, he did not fit in the helicopter. <gasps> what? So they had to drive him. Yeah, they had to drive him in an ambulance twenty minutes to the nearest hospital. Yeah. So he had to wait twenty minutes for the ambulance to get there, take another twenty minute ambulance ride, and then a bigger helicopter was there to get, evac him out. Yeah,
1: to a bigger hospital
0: the bigger hospital oh that he gosh. needed to go to. That's crazy. So, he still also has the bullet fragments lodged in his sinus area. <gasps> they don't know if they'll ever actually take them out, but... Because it's, there's, it's just so delicate up in there, but yeah, he still has the, the bullets in his nose.
1: That's crazy. Um, Do you think he gets bloody yeah. noses?
0: Probably. I don't know. I... The, the idea of something being left beside, like, like that, like, in you, in you from being... Like, if I think too long and hard about the plate in my broken foot, I tend to get a little, like, queasy. So, So the fact that there's, like, fucking bullet fragments in his face.
1: I'm gonna fuck you up real quick then. Oh,
0: God. So,
1: I just think about, like, going through airport security with a metal detector. Mm -hmm. So, my... (laughs) It's not funny, I cope with humor. My family was in a really severe car accident when I was four. And my dad had, like, a really... Traumatic brain injury, and his skull was like pretty much shattered in the front of his head, and so they put a metal bra- a metal plate to replace his skull mm-hmm. in the front, and like, yeah, <laughs> that shit'll set off a metal detector at the airport. So I'm like, <laughs> wait I, for real? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty like I my, mine doesn't. Oh well, it's like it was a whole so frontal part they, of his skull. So they
0: probably use like stainless steel or something. There's I mean, like it was... there's certain metals that don't because after I had my leg surgery, literally I got cleared to walk two weeks before we went on a fucking Disney vacation, which that. that's all you do on a Disney vacation is walk. And I was like, can I get my fly card? Can I get my fly card? And they were like, we don't really do that anymore because the metal in your body won't set off the metal detector. And I was pissed because I wanted a fly card. I'm pretty sure my dad, so dad had bad. a fly card. Yeah, because uh, I mean it was like maybe. Oh well, I guess that was that was. 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. It was like, it was like, yeah, 20, uh, fucking, ni- 90, 99, maybe? 99, yeah. 2000. So like, yeah, I think it probably, and right. it was like a whole part of his skull, so. Yeah, it
0: could yeah have been.
1: that's metal for you.
0: I was pissed. I wanted a fly card so bad. And they were like, you don't need <laughs> one. And I was like, give me one anyway. And they were like, we don't have them. And I was like, fuck you. My, I made of metal. I am Iron Man. <clears throat> yeah, I am Iron Man. I
1: don't have any metal
0: in me. So, there was time. one thing that was kind of cool. Sean said this in an interview. He said, it kind of feels like maybe I was used to take a bad person off the earth, and if I had to go through a little pain to make that happen, you know, I'm on board with that. I was Aww. like, damn. Like, what kind of person you've got to be to get shot in the face, have bullets left in there, and then be like, if if it got him to where he needed to go, <laughs> which is not here, then I'm all for it. Like, Oof. good on you, mate.
1: That is crazy. So, what a fucking king, yeah. I'm not going to lie I I had I think that's the story I was thinking of. I think I've heard that before. Um oh yeah. But there was something else that I was thinking of and I it might not be the Appalachian Trail but it was like basically I think it was though. Some guy like got lost and he I think he was solo hiking and like in his tent he got disoriented and decided to set up camp in tent and then his like he had I think he had a camera with him and he had a, I know he had a journal and he what are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Keep going. He, like, he died there, didn't he? And he, like, they found his journal and his stuff later, and he basically just documented that he was starving to death. Um, oh, maybe. I thought we were you were going to talk
0: about the one... There was... This is going to freak you the fuck out. You're going to hate me. There was a story right where there was a guy who went camping, and he had a camera in his tent, and when he woke up the next morning and, like, left and got his fucking uh, film reviewed... Someone had been in his tent and had taken a picture of him while he was fucking sleeping. No, uh, I and that. I just. <laughs> uh, Fuck no, that. No, it's so fucking awful. I hate that so much. I thought that's where you were going. No.
1: He was unfortunately lost. I think I it was remember, like, his cell phone battery. And like, he oh, did end so up dying of like, experience exposure and like yeah kids
0: and like he was just like writing uh, and documenting just like fucking i think dying. i know what you're talking but, about there was another one that i had yeah. heard that was really similar to that where a lady had passed away and she got disoriented and they found her and she actually it was cold so she died from like Ugh. i don't know if she like froze to death that just sounds so yeah, awful to say but um yeah and they had found a journal for her too but she was when they found her after the snow had melted she was mm-hmm. literally, like, a mile off the trail. Ugh, that's so So, like, she was so close to, like, being able to, like, find the trail to go back home. But, yeah.
1: Speaking of Awful. crazy mountain things, Dyatlov Pass, have you heard the news? Oh, my God. They, well, they said they thought it was an avalanche. I don't buy it. Yeah. So, I've listened. So, <laughs> I listen to a, a lot of murder podcast. How did we get here? Duh. <laughs> um... Yeah, so every fucking of my, like, weeklies talked about that this week. Like, oh, my God, love Pass. Morbid? They were like, fuck that. I don't believe it. Which I'm like, that's... It's not. There's no way it's an avalanche. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. They were calling it, like, a mini or, like, shallow avalanche. I was like, there was literally pictures of film of a ski pole that someone, like, staked into the snow when they were alive Mm -hmm. because they were all alive and dandy. But when they found the bodies, that Mm -hmm. ski pole was still there. Like...
0: That doesn't explain somebody missing a tongue.
1: Yes. But people were saying, like, oh, well, they were exposed and like, animals and stuff. I'm like, an animal, I'm sorry, it's really gruesome and really fucked up to say, is not going to go in and only eat a tongue. If an animal is going after a body, they're
0: eating everything. Like. Everything. Nothing will be left. You're going to be ripped to shreds. There's just going
1: to be bones. Like, I'm Mm. sorry, there's something fucking. And it was National Geographic, too. And I was like, why are we getting involved in this shit? Like. I'm mm. suspicious FBI agent listening mm-hmm. to me you didn't convince me with the National Geographic article. I was Retweet. like Retweet. I, I had so many like over oh, two, buddy. be interested in this and I was like, do you love pass? National Geographic? I was fucking thriving because that is my one. That is my like, I need to yes, know I, what happened.
0: Yes, that's what I would ask when I get to the gates. You get one question I'm like, and that Sir. was my question.
1: Yeah, fucking what the hell? What happened? Where were their tongues? Why was the radioactivity there? I'm yeah. so concerned. I just don't get it. I just don't, get and I don't. I don't believe the miniature avalanche. I don't believe the paradox. No, nope. there was probably not some but like that—that's not the whole thing. Uh-uh.
0: Nope. I need
1: the tea. Like Russia. <laughs> that's all you're sweating I right see now. <laughs> you. I get so passionate. That is my. That is my fucking. That's, that is my soapbox, and I am salty that that is this, on the news. Is the great. next oh part of this, though,
0: is going to send you even more.
1: Oh, is it d Love
0: Passy? Are you ready? No. But there's more to this that's going to just fucking okay. send you. And I'm really excited to tell it to you. Okay. Okay. So, okay. because they never got, like, a uh, any type of confession or any type motive. of motive out of the guy, yeah, they... Um, they decided they just were gonna investigate and see what they could find out. Um, so th- after the news broke that he was like arrested and stuff and what like the they were talking about like the truck that he had taken, this guy came forward and he said his trail name was Moondog. That I don't know what that means, but that's what everybody calls him. So he's, his name was Moondog. And that. he stated that he had seen Randall on the night of the attacks. Um, while he was driving the pickup truck. Mm -hmm. And, essentially what had happened is Randall had pulled over, got out of the car, and was, like, digging through a thicket. Trying to, like, and he was, like, cursing because he looked like he was trying to find something and he couldn't find it. And so, Moondog yelled out to him and he was like, hey. And as soon as he realized that there were people there, he got back in the truck and drove away. So, the police went back to that spot and they found his stuff. And what they found in the stuff was a bunch of women's underwear. Oh fuck me. Yep. And that's not the only thing they found. Uh. They found this is gonna Hail to the Guardians of the Watchtower of the North. Oh my god. They found a fucking audio tape that had like the recordings from the craft. And he had like handwritten transcriptions of recordings of the like rituals from the movie. And so, whoa! Like, whoa, whoa. they had like, found that. Yeah. Like, the, the the Craft? The movie that we watched together when you were at my house. The Craft.
1: What the fuck? Don't blame this on The and Craft. And he had...
0: And, <laughs> no, and then he had, in his journal, he had this... It says, now is the time, now is the hour, ours is the magic, ours is the power. He had that scribbled, like, in a journal with, like, these weird symbols. The symbols were also from The Craft. Yeah. So, like, they were, like what the fuck is going on? And then they found a different audio tape that had, like, these weird moaning sounds on it that sounded, like, ritualistic. And there was, like, weird, like, electrical sounds and, like, shit on this audio tape. And they were like, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, nobody really knew. And so then they find all this stuff that's related to fucking witchcraft and all of these women's panties. And then after they had done that, they found out that there were, like, more, like, caches that he had hidden in the woods, and they dug them all up. And he they, he had du- buried, like, um, like, just knives, Ugh. like, all over the property. And there was, like, they didn't- they but the thing is, they never found anything. There was never any DNA in the underwear. There was never any blood on the knives. So, like, they don't know who he was, and there's no fucking evidence, and then he died. So, he's just this fucking guy that killed two people- apparently had this weird fascination with the witchcraft, craft and, the witchcraft, and then, yeah. and then came back to this though. Sean and Scott were shot within a mile Jeez. of the original, um, attack that he had done.
1: I'm going to go out there in a limb and say mental illness.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, correct. Fuck, dude. Um, I'm going to leave you with a quote from June Tangney. Okay. She was a psychologist at George Mason University who studies moral decisions and crime. Yeah. She said, criminals often go to places they are the most comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Crimes don't just happen in random spots. Yes. So. Paranormal or not, you decide. But the guy was fucked up, killed Uh, two people, came back 27 years later, and tried to shoot two more failed and they survived and he died from a blood clot.
1: Goddamn. My soul says true (laughs) crime like he had something Mm -hmm. psychologically wrong with him. Oh, 100%. But like, the ritualistic manner of it is so fucking weird. I think he probably just had a fixation with like the craft and witchcraft but like.
0: Yeah. They thought that like, the reason that he chose Bobby and Susan also was that Susan was like described as like a really caring person who, mm. you know, she was a social worker and she was doing charity walks for mental illness. Yeah. Like she had showed him kindness and was, you know, probably engaging about like, oh, what kind of arrowheads? How do you find arrowheads? And he probably just hyper fixated on that because yeah. it was the only type of, um, like any type of feminine contact he'd ever had. He never had a girlfriend. Like positive, you feminine know, contact. Yeah, like, he had a fixation, exactly. Like, other she than loves his mother. Me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and. You know, as women, we Came know back and got her. sometimes you provide, yeah, just
1: common politeness to a man, and they're like, "You love me?" No, yeah, just not a dick, but watch, I can be. Fuck,
0: yeah, huh? Oh my
1: god,
0: I'm so yeah. That was. Oh, I should know. This was um an episode of um a show called Dead Silent. Ooh. It was the very first episode called The Curse of of Dismal Creek, Ew. and um. Dismal Crick. It was on Discovery Plus, and I watched it. Dismal Crick. Dismal Crick! And the the show, the episode was kind of... It it didn't have all... it Based on the other research that I had done from, like, news articles and whatnot, the show was a little different than what I think was what actually happened. I think they took, like, their poetic license, you know, with it. Yeah, took it, um, took it and ran. But, yeah. Fuck. Because, like, the... Oh, and the dog. The dog <gasps> wasn't mentioned in the show. He followed um fucking what's his nuts to the cemetery where he was buried somebody somebody found him and he was adopted oh
1: baby it's not your fault your dad's a psycho baby got his
0: yep baby got his forever home Mm. so and then sean and scott were okay and well that's like kind of a happy ending i feel bad for the first two people
1: killed but like right that so yeah you just kind of curse a dismal creek there you go No thanks I don't want it. You can take it back. It's.
0: it's Yeah. That episode I was sitting there and I just like my jaw was (laughs) dropped the whole time. I was like this is so interesting. I'm
1: fucking. It's fucking 1027 on a Thursday and I have to work tomorrow. Um, But I'm.
0: And you're not going to sleep. I'm (laughs) I'm not going to fucking sleep.
1: I am going to have to have. I just had two glasses of wine over the past like three or four hours. I'm going to need way more than that to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: you're welcome i had a lot of fun Uh, i was very nervous to do this episode because i didn't do any of the writing god i just was gonna talk through it
1: yeah and i mean like uh this is gonna be a little bit of a good time with that a little bit of a longer
0: episode a learning but we're oh yeah we're both learning learning
1: (laughs) jesus learning i'm broken we're learning and feel free to let us know what format you like specifically for morgan's yes um because you know sometimes she spins it towards like she'll write out a full narrative uh, like for Morgan's ghost mm-hmm. stories and read it like a story. Or we do uh-huh. it kind of like we just did. Let us know.
0: The Dogman one was a little bit of half and half too. Yeah. I wrote some parts to read out loud and then the rest we talked through. So Yeah, exactly. Um, it's whatever y'all prefer. Exactly.
1: Mine's are just spitting f- straight facts, so I'm just going to continue doing that. But let us know what you think, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you fucking hate everything I do, let me know. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to me. I'm sensitive and I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, cemetery sessions pod at gmail.com. You know the thing. Mm-hmm. Morgan gets the notification to her phone. I don't. Yes, ma'am. But I don't. Um, thank you for scaring the ever living daylights out of me. And You
0: are so very welcome. I had a lot of fun. The
1: next time I go to camp, I'm going to be severely underprepared. So. Do not send me pictures. I will
0: delete you from my phone.
1: I very much plan on it, so. <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, um, wow, that was a lot. Yeah, that was a good, heavy double record, and I'm sweating. Um, yep. I'm going to play some video games. I'm going to play some Sims. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch Degrassi.
0: I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to be able to sleep just fine, because I've been staring at this research for <laughs> two, three days now. You're to <laughs> abandon me and be like, Good night. Yep, be like, I'm gonna go take my meds, I'm going to sleep, I'll talk to you at 8am tomorrow, bitch. Oh god, I'm not ready.
1: Well, thanks, I guess.
0: Yep, whenever you would like, I'll do it all over again.
1: Uh, yeah, I was trying to thank the listeners, but I guess thank you, whatever, I I don't want to thank you.
0: (laughs) 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 Ah. You know what the links are, they'll be in the bio. Send us, send us an email. What do you want? Wh- Follow us on Instagram. What do you want us to talk about? You know, I don't know what to talk about anymore. Yeah. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Katie's gone. She's like, dude, I can't. She's like, I'm fucking over it. R.I.P. and peace. All right. Yeah, R.I.P. and peace. You send us out. I'm, I'm All dead right.
1: inside.
0: We'll see you later, you fucking losers. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.